0: The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. We recommend watching the movie beforehand, but hey, if that is isn't your bag. No worries, you do you. Brought to you by our patrons over patreoncom manatees. If you'd like to support the show, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all proceeds after hosting costs will go towards actual manatee habitat preservation because we like to pay it forward by giving back. Enjoy the show. <laughs>
1: that Vern's ooh, ooh. silent, <laughs> the problem is that Vern is silent, so you're gonna have to do all the work for this sketch. I, I've I've I, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Sam, yeah, Sam, what's up? what what do we watch this <laughs> week? Well, first off, welcome to another episode of Madden <laughs> If that wasn't obvious. This week, uh, we- this week? This month? What is it This month? Yeah, month. This it's month. a monthly podcast because hosting costs for more than one episode <laughs> of our, like the month are prohibitively <laughs> <laughs> expensive. Or we need a lot more patrons. Yeah, exactly. Uh Patreon.com <laughs> slash Mad Name Manages. So we watch We watch it's, it actually works out pretty well to like why are you so lazy like, I'm not. I can't afford to do harder work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so if you just a good situation if,
0: to be in. If you just gave <laughs> us, if you just
1: gave us more money on Patreon, then we could put more than one episode a month up. That's true. But yeah. also, if you don't want to give us more on Patreon, I'm actually perfectly happy not doing much work. <laughs> So, although if there was a lot more than I could quit my my real job and do this, and that would be so much fun. But that'd be such a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> That's true of all the podcaster parts out there the one that does so twice monthly. <laughs> <system>. <laughs> well, I think at that point we'd probably have to do more than one a month. Oh, if this was my only I would do it weekly. Podcast. Oh yeah. But that would be well, we'd have to have an increase of approximately uh 5,000% <laughs> increase. Yeah, that's probably about right. That sounds oh, about one right. Can dream. Oh, yeah, No, definitely. Okay. Speaking of patrons, though, so we have a new one this month, and I want to give a shout out and a thank you to Brian Kellum. ...who's one of our new patrons at patreon.com slash ...has not, at this point, uh, gotten back to a specific phrase to say... ...but I will next month if you want one, Brian. So thank you very much. And if you want to say something specific... You can sort of finesse the system and get two mentions there. Lucky bastards. Yes. I mean, thank I you, Brian. Too. He's giving us
0: both. Yeah!
1: <laughs> no, that's why <what> I'm <laughs> don't, don't be <laughs> into Brian. <laughs> He's my friend, side.
0: <laughs>
1: no, just thank you, Brian. Today, I'm apparently gonna play the Anthony and be the antagonist. The Anthony-tagonist. No, that's not gonna but work. But Anthony's a crocodile, your manatee cut to the bit. We've got it. I didn't know he was a croc- Okay, when was he a crocodile? I think I decided he was a crocodile, like the- Batman or retur- er, Batman Forever episode Oh, okay He thought it was exciting I don't remember uh, Makes sense I guess And then I didn't Do a different voice thing. <laughs> so, I, <don't> <laughs> I was going to and then I'm... I'm in law school, guys. It's... it's time consuming. <laughs> yeah. whereas I just work full-time and it's... it's a drain on my it's psyche. It's <laughs> Yeah, time consuming. We're all right? suffering under the capitals. Yeah, exactly. And we're all in the same boat. I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of rampant capitalism, this month we watched 1991's (laughs) Ernest Scared Stupid because it's October and we wanted to watch a scary movie, or I wanted to watch a scary movie. For most of our listeners who are under the Gregorian calendar, it's October and you know what that means, that we've got to abandon whatever premise we had and instead do a Halloween thing, which I'm actually totally okay with, it's a lot of fun, don't worry about it. (laughs) Although, I think, like, there's a couple countries. Is it Saudi Arabia doesn't use our months? Uh, let's go with yes on that. I looked it up a while ago. I didn't look it up for this episode. because so it was one of those things I wanted to know like three years ago. Just sort of in half remembering, But I think Saudi Arabia doesn't have October. We you have a couple listeners in Saudi Arabia. So to you guys, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, it's Halloween, it's, it's possibly fun for the whole globe, or possibly terrible, if you're a property owner. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> otherwise... Yeah, sorry about the impending toilet papering and or egging your houses will receive if you decide to give out apples or raisins for Halloween. At least it's not like 4th of July. No one's gonna shoot a uh, bottle rocket onto your roof and, and burn to death. So there's that. Probably not. Fourth of July being mostly just the U.S. thing. That's our fireworks holiday. Yeah. In the U.S., which is even even uh, a smaller portion of our listenership than recognized the month of October, which is most. Yeah. Okay. I just want to earn a scared stupid... Now we had we had two ideas for this month. Uh, we wanted to going with Ernest Scared Stupid with Sam's. I was thinking Sleepy Hollow, maybe do that next year. Sam, why Ernest Scared Stupid? Well, to be honest, it's one of the first movies that I remember seeing like a Halloween style movie or a scary style movie. And I remember because this movie came out when I was like six. So I remember being scared of the of the troll trantor in this film. But I also really liked the Ernest stuff when I was a kid because, of course, you did. If you're five years old, you like Ernest movies and you like all the commercials that he was in. Because this guy was a marketing machine. Like, he was created back in the... Early '80s, I think, and he did. He was created specifically as like a commercial character. Yeah, exactly. You like, just and and there are a couple characters in this movie that were also made by the same marketing firm to be other marketing characters, the Tulip Brothers. So oh, yeah. So, yeah, but I don't know how he got so popular, but he just caught on, like, wildfire, and he just, like, he was everywhere. And I remember seeing local ads with Ernest, and he was showing for, like, a local auto mall. Yeah, like yeah, he was, only, like, 40 miles from my house and couldn't have been that many that big an audience yeah but he did that for like everywhere around the country and he got so popular that they started giving him movies and I thought well I remember Ernest Scared Stupid and I thought it fits in fairly well with our, what's the word for this? Like the, the you know, the different styles that we, different like this niche. Yeah, it fits. Ouvre. Oof? In... Yeah. I was never sure how to pronounce that word. Ouvre. Ouvre oof or ouvre. Yeah. Ouvre. Yeah that word or over yeah something like that our oprah our oprah our oprah so free it it fits in pretty well i thought with our style our niche of movies and i remember I don't remember liking the movie, but I remember seeing it back when it was relatively (laughs) new. And I remember being scared of the monster in the movie. And I thought, what better way to celebrate Halloween than to take, I don't know if it's a good movie. Or I don't know if it was a good movie, but I thought it would fit in very well for Halloween. Just because it's a singular movie. Yeah. So this is actually the fifth movie starring Ernest. This is the one that's right after Ernest goes to jail. Right, that was the one Yes. Prior to this? Yes. So the first one was not actually a starring role for him. The first movie was Doctor Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam, which I really want to see just based on the title. And then he was Ernest Goes to Camp which I am fairly certain I remember seeing. Then Ernest Saves Christmas, which maybe we should do that. Not this Christmas, December, but next year maybe. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs>
0: <Okay>.
1: <laughs> I eventually want to see all the Ernest movies just to see the arc. ...of the character, because you're writing fairly hard for Ernest, but I won't fight you on it. Look, it's, it's not so much because I enjoy the movies, it's because I'm curious about seeing the arc of a character with obvious mental illness. And I'm just curious... How that evolves over the course of 12 years. Because Dr. I came out in 1986. And the last. I'll. I'll go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, just, I'll, I'll put a poll up, and this will be up <laughs> to our listeners rather than me. I did make you sit through like three vampire movies, <laughs> so at least I can sit through three earnest movies, but I am going to make sure that <laughs> people listening don't hate it. Well, for, I mean, <laughs> this is more regardless of whether or not we're going to do this for the podcast. I want to see the entire series. <laughs> Oh, definitely, yeah. Because, yeah, so there's, there's Dr. Otto, there's Ernest Goes to Camp, there's Ernest Saves Christmas, then Ernest Goes to Jail, then Ernest Scared Stupid, then, uh, Ernest Rides Again, and then there were four other direct-to-video movies... There was Ernest Goes to
0: School,
1: then Slam Dunk Ernest, Ernest Goes Ooh. to Africa, and that's gonna be a pro Oh, I've read <laughs> the synopsis of that movie, and there are some... Uh, uh, yeah. And the final movie, Ernest in the Army, which I was gonna like, I was gonna make a joke about how there were some unreleased movies like Ernest joins the military, Ernest has to kill people because of uh Unabashed patriotism. Ernest returns from with PTSD. Ernest has a crippling heroin addiction. Ernest, you know, all that sort of thing. Didn't know Ernest in the Army was an actual movie. So, kind of ruined my joke. Anyway. You're. <laughs> <laughs> Your fun heroin addiction joke. My, my fun... (laughs) Man with obvious mental illness goes into the army... And returns with even more mental illness joke. Yeah, he wouldn't be my first choice... For, a Military treatment. Yeah, but... That was the last movie. In the Ernest series because Jim Varney died like a year and a half later. He died in uh, the year 2000 even, at the age of 50 even, Mm -hmm. of lung cancer from being a chain smoker's whole life, which I didn't. No, until I read that, but you can hear it in his voice pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's where that gravel comes from. Yeah. Too bad, he seemed like a nice guy. Like, he, he's, there's, there's a bunch of actors that sort of cater specifically to children who give me the creeps, mm. in a way. Yeah. And whether or not I find the character of Ernest obnoxious, <laughs> uh, Jim Varney doesn't strike me as one of those guys. Yeah, and if you've heard otherwise, please don't tell me because there's so few, there's so few, <laughs> 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 <But I'll... laughs> Well, it's not just the Ernest character, because he also played the Slinky Dog in the first couple of Toy Story movies. True, he was in a uh, Operation Petticoat, which is a TV show that I guess I haven't seen. I thought I saw a movie called that when I was a kid. Hmm. It was like an old, old black and white one, so I don't know what Operation Petticoat's actually about. And a show called The Rousters that apparently had an earnest half hour for a while called Hey Vernon's Earnest. This show. Also, a course of Cocoa, Chex, Taco John's, various. Auto, Malls, Every Product Under the Sun, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et yeah. And he was also in one episode of The Simpsons where he played a carnine. tracks. Yeah. Uh, this was directed by John Cherry, who did most, I don't know, of all of the other artists who- Right? I believe he did all of the other Ernst movies and also Dr. Otto, so he's not really known for anything else because he kind of didn't do anything after 1999 it looked like. John? Sure, I guess they're probably friends. Probably. There was a joke I had about Cherry Coke, but it's almost else already made it. But it's also written by gotten by Daniel Coke or something. Coke what was Sam, his last, or his first? Coke Sam. Coke Sam. Oh, okay, okay. So John Cherry and Coke Sam. <laughs> cherry Coke. That's the joke. The joke's Cherry Coke. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't even come up with it. Like, I came up with it on my own, but then I was reading articles about it. And then someone else already made it. So now I don't know what to do with it. So I'm just giving it <laughs> that to you, listener. as you will. It's also starting Earth at Kit. Yeah. I forgot about that until I watched this movie Ken, who I know from the Adam West Batman series mm-hmm. and the Emperor's New Grooves, who's the voice of... I forget the name of the the, the evil lady. isma I think. Or, yeah, he's I don't know how to uh, pronounce it, but... I have not seen that movie, but yeah, that's probably where most people would know her from. It's either from her singing career or from playing Catwoman in the Adam West Batman series or playing Yzma in the Emperor's New Groove. Groove. Emperor's New Groove, by the way, is a pretty good cartoon movie as far as, like, kids cartoon movies that you have to watch as an adult might be bored by, I wasn't, it was pretty fun. Hmm, okay, I, it's one of those things that I've been recommended to watch, so I'll have to watch it at some point. Yeah, I think it's Patrick Warburton and David Spade, and it's a little... Edgier is that I were but a little cleverer than a lot of those, where it's sort of like I can watch a Disney movie for babies and still be like, oh, it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. But it was actually pretty funny in some ways. Okay. Yeah. no i have I s I've I'm sold on it. I just I just have to actually watch it. An Earth a Kid died in two thousand eight. Yeah. So, most of the people you see on screen in this movie are no longer with us. Yeah. Which shame. is spooky. Yeah. that's no, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Although, the kid, I think, was much older than Ernest. Yeah, she was, I think, 30. Almost a decade after. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, doesn't make it happy, but. uh, Yeah. Didn't suddenly come down with the debilitating long eating disease. Also starring. John. No, Jonas. Moskartolo? Moskartolo? Sure. He's a troll. He was also Opa from Land of the Lost, who's a strange little sort of monkey creature, I think. Hmm. I actually found a couple different screenshots when I try to look like hairtrops. So it's either a little monkey creature or that weird little triceratops creature. I think it was the monkey creature. But uh another costumed role in the nineties. Cool. Yeah. So Ernest Scaritsu was released in October nineteen ninety one. It's an October release, cause of course it does yeah. It made $4.5 million opening week, $14 million total. It has a 5.7 on IMDb, a 38 Metacritic score. I might start using that one also. A 17% Tomato Meter. Critics don't like it. But a fifty percent audience appreciation score, so it's perfectly neutral on audiences. Yep. And there's this website.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know bookstores, yeah? Yeah. So They've been closing down, like, I think Borders is gone, Barnes Noble, is still around, but I don't know for how long. All of those are mom-bob stores in my neighborhood, at least are gone. There's this website. They named it after the Amazon River, which is strange, because it has nothing to do with the river. So I did a little digging. The Amazon River, in turn... It was actually named after the fictional Amazon tribe of female warriors from ancient Greek mythology. Um, It apparently got named this by a Spanish king because some of the conquistadors got turned back by... Female warriors and what the Greeks would do with the Amazon myth is they would always say the Amazons lived somewhere just out of where they'd explored so far
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so it's one of those things they kept pretending was real but then it was always like oh they're out in Scythia and they actually went to Scythia like oh they're not here oh well they're out in whatever, they Mongolia, in they're Mongolia, they weren't there, like, oh, they're out in whatever. So then they finally found them, according to people who still thought this myth was based on anything real, in the Amazon River Basin, which is why they called it the Amazon River, in the New World, that's where they are from, they were, they of course the shows group there from all the way across the Atlantic Ocean that's when I heard of them uh, so named the river after a fictional tribe it would think was fictional though I have found some buried or some tombs of like female warriors in I want to say the steppes of Mongolia maybe that might have been something to do with it But, so, I don't know why this website took their name at all, but they're sort of obscure little, uh, they sell books and I think movies and maybe some other things, uh, website. And you can actually go on this website and see user-generated reviews for the products if you look up the DVD titles. And if you look up... Ernest Scared Stupid on Amazon it actually has 4.5 out of (laughs) 5 stars (laughs) yes which yeah I think is probably like that's for whatever reason it's uncommonly popular on Amazon I'm sure they don't give that rating out to like anyone Sinwa would be the of so that fucking rating system we well, use that fucking rating system <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: um, <laughs>
1: so that's fun we don't have a vendetta against Amazon at all <laughs> I mean it's it's a rock because like how the Amazon tribe is always about to be discovered Uh, Amazon is always about to treat its workers fairly. But yeah, I uh, never quite do. It's always just slightly out of grasp. But I live in a food desert so I still order off their pantry thing. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just I need to eat something that isn't like chips and hot dogs which is the only thing they have at the stores within walking distance because of all oh, the god. oh god I'm sorry <laughs> like jerky's good and nuts are good but that's still a lot of balance like when beef jerky and cashews are my health options it's not <laughs> <bad. laughs> Yeah, plus they can't walk very far because I don't have legs on a manatee. Yeah, uh, so it has to be very, very close. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I like Ernest, I like the character, okay. Uh, He reminds me a lot of Pee-wee Herman, or Inspector Clouseau... Or Mr. Bean, or Ace Ventura, or a lot of those sort of 80s, 90s, just cartoon-in-real-life dudes. Yeah, I can see that. Pee Wee Herman most of all, for whatever reason. But I hear that compared to a lot that's not original thought either because there are no original thoughts. Um, I would say comparison kept coming up. Mm-hmm. And those are my thoughts. You want to dive right in? What's What's your... Yeah. What's so, it? Musics? Uh... I don't have a whole lot of Ernest related musings. I just think I think I covered most of my musings earlier on when we watched commercials of him shilling for auto malls and whatnot in our, uh, in our in our neck of the woods. I've posted one yeah. on the, uh, the Twitter. And yeah, I see that. Um, very subtle hint for, for what we were going to be recording today. I mean... <laughs> ooh, what does subtle mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's It's an Ernest movie. It does need to be very subtle. Yeah, subtlety is not on the menu for this (laughs) one. Yeah. So we start with this rad intro with old Hollywood clips and Ernest just sort of looking scared at them. Yeah. There's... With music action... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. You go ahead. With music, I actually really liked the first two or three loops. Mm-hmm. And then I it starts just looping like every fifteen seconds, and this goes on <laughs> for two to three minutes, and it's just sort of hit you that know, like. DVD menu meditation. Kind of. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's actually. I found on the Wikipedia page there is a well a list of most of, if not all, of the movies that were in this intro, and I. Don't know if these movies are all in the public domain or if they just didn't bother to get the rights for all these. So all the movies on here include Nosferatu, White Request Zombie. That one. Uh, so, no, sorry, I won't that. Okay. Uh, uh White Zombie. Phantom from space. The brain from planet Arouse. The screaming skull, which I direct right, right past that one. I too. Uh, missile to the moon. The hideous sun demons. I'm oh, sorry, sun Red. demon, it's singular. Red. The Giant Gila Monster. And then the movie I desperately want to see now. The Killer Shrews. Ooh. And let's see. Battle Beyond the Sun. And the Little Shop... Oh, well, Little Shop of Horrors is in this? I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, I've seen that one too, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've seen that one, I didn't realize it, but yeah, just a whole bunch of those old monster movies from the 20s through the 50s. It did notice there was a random flash of someone other than Ernest against the black background looking scared, and I couldn't tell if that was like someone from a movie or just one of his friends who wanted to be in the movie for a half a second or something. Could have been, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, There's I There's a lot uh... of little production mistakes that so I'm gonna. <laughs> It kind of point out but at some point I'll get bored and stuff <laughs> yeah but yeah it was uh is I liked the music a lot cause it got stuck in my head for the last like three days now about I'm, I'm for it goes dead it. da da, 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 da <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and there's this really cool drum beat going on in the background too. It's like, it's like a really sort of typical nineties hip hop written by a white guy sort of music. But it's really catchy. And yeah, you know, just No, I I liked it, but you also I think just hummed the entire beginning to end of it and it does loop for a song two yeah <laughs> That is true, but yeah, it's, it was really enjoyable, and sometimes they had weird sound effects, and for like 15 or 20 seconds, they zoomed in and focused entirely on Ernest's mouth, which I thought was kind of weird, but, you know, it was, it was a gag with it werewolf glove and he has a whole Yeah. That's it was, a, it was an enjoyable. You know, it was a, like it was 3% of the movie, but it was worth it. was a good 3%. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good 3% of the movie. There are the main problem. Okay, there's a bunch of problems. Uh, I'll, I'll get back to it. It, ah, it, it, it's like it's like rule of nines with Ernest it's a bit <laughs> <much> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's another one of the reasons why I wanna watch the other movies in the Ernest series is just to kind of see how like the actual filmmaking evolved like if they kept doing the same sort of gags if they just kind of escalated and did them more and more as the series went on because there were definitely moments where it's like he's going off on these monologues for like a good minute at a time and everyone's just kind of staring and then I'm just curious if it sort of, sort of escalated from like oh it was a 10 second monologue in the first movie and then it was 20 seconds and then a minute by the fifth movie and then oh, I was like a running gag how this entire fucking so. Yeah, so like the last movie, it's like it's just 80 minutes of one monologue of him ranting as other things are happening around him. I'm just curious if that happens. Well, I will join you on this journey, but it might be a long journey because I don't want <laughs> another hour of my life this month watching her. Oh no, I, I don't blame you at all. <laughs> no, I watched this movie twice and I uh, wish I hadn't but anyway. So it opens with, with a little a little bottom of the screen text telling us that we're in Briarville, Missouri Quote, long ago. Yes. And then where we suddenly switched to a deadeye from Evil Dead chasing after <laughs> this little girl perspective.
0: <laughs>
1: Not the last time we'll get that, by the way. It's okay while she's running when she turns around to catches up with her. Uh she's definitely laughing then looks off camera for a cue to scream. <laughs> it's just too bad that I like, don't have a lot of money and kids are care lackers, so Yeah. And they get it with a net. So it turns <clears throat> out weakness is a regular ass net. Yeah. Long ago was long ago then that was enough. Well I mean we'll we'll figure out over the next eighty-seven minutes or so that this demon is really not that powerful, but we'll get to that. Ernest, but he's not earnest, but earnest his uh his like great great grandfather, I think Phineas Worrell, I believe that was his name. Yeah, it's like a priest or a judge, I can't quite tell, but it's wearing the black and white with the rough yeah. or thing. Yeah. yeah. is gonna gonna bury this this thing under a tree. Run through a lot of the openings of like Hocus Pocus and Practical Magic, which are also some pretty good Halloween movies from the 90s. Uh-huh. And he's cursed with. He says that A, one of his ancestors will let him go, not his ancestors, his d- descendants will yeah. let him go and B, that they're going to get stupider every generation, which I thought was going to be, like, a hard cut to Ernest, but they don't actually do that. It's a hard cut to some kids at school. <laughs> so y- you don't know if it's all made up or not, because kids are dumb. She's doing her on it. Yeah, exactly. And... I think the, the girl who gives the report, she tries to justify this whole thing by saying, I read it in a book, and it's like, well, okay, that's fine, but there are things called fictional books, so, you know, it could have just been a giant tall tale. And then we uh, briefly introduce to main character boy mm-hmm. who is sticking up for her. Yeah. Can't tell if they're right friends or if it's just nice people. Yeah, because there, there are a couple bullies in the class that are just saying, oh, your your story's bull and then the main character boy sticks up for her. Then the teacher says something about Briarville has a unique past and then they never go, uh, they, like, just completely drop that whole idea and never come back to it. Yeah. Apparently she's been a bunch more in this movie too, though, right? This lady? I she? teacher lady? I did not know. I thought so. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. It's another reason I have to go back and watch these movies is to see which actors were in the all these other movies because I think the Tulip Brothers were in most of the other movies because I remember them. Oh, I remember they were... They were cops or security guards or something in Ghost to Jail. They weren't the Tulip Brothers. Though. Right. Well, I mean the yeah the, the actors I should say, yeah. were, they I'm sure they were in pretty much every Ernest movie, but yeah. So we see a um, a sanitation truck drive by outside the window, Is this running someone over. Yeah. And then we cut to Ernest, who I forgot that he is apparently some sort of, like, one of his big trademarks is that he can build these insane contraptions out of junk, because he builds what? What exactly would you call? Would you? What would you call this thing that he builds? It's a, it's a, it's a garbage washing robot machine. Yeah, basically, it's like he presses a button and then there are all these mops that are like dunking in the water and all sorts of weird shits happening. And he has this a dog is washing the garbage cans, right? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then he falls into his trash compactor, uh, no, and he has... he's announcing what he's doing. He's monologuing to no one, which yeah will be a main thing that he does throughout the whole movie. But I wasn't for this <laughs> Yeah, again, I don't remember if this is just a hallmark of Ernest films. So I'm just kind of curious if like by the fifth film, it's just what happens all the time. Because it happens a lot. In this movie. But. So he falls in the trash compactor. And. The thing closes. And it starts to compact. Well his dog. That's murder. Right. Yeah. I mean. To be fair. I I don't know if this is the same dog. That's been. ...dealing with him for the last five movies, but... (sighs) ...by this point I can understand that the dog would be tired of dealing with his shit. Because, you know, the dog sets the trash compactor going... ...and it starts to feel like a very low-rent version of Star Wars for just a couple minutes he's trying to prop things up and stuff yeah, yeah. and then he, he takes a doll he picks a doll up and there are some issues there cause he's <laughs> trying to he's he's voicing the doll trying to convince himself not to throw the doll into some years or something and Ernest eventually decides to go ahead and murder the doll anyway I'm, I don't even know how to unpack that it was a little funny I can see why. it was yeah. it was funny oh yeah no, definitely just. it's it's weird watching movies like these in uh in in our woke year 2019 where you know mental illness is not like laughed at so it's just it's weird watching these guys well not all the time (laughs) I should say it's not quite as laughed at as it was Back in 1991. But anyway. I'll I'll, I'll grant you that. We're not good at it yet. No. But we're we're slightly better at it than we were 25 years ago. (laughs) Slightly. Anyway, Ernest gets crushed to death. But then some kids rescue him. And then he falls out of the trash compactor in a giant cube of trash. Yeah. Well, well there's also he he managed to turn off by pulling the batteries out. Oh right. And he still yeah. has his about. electricity powers from uh, Ernest Gose jail <laughs> when he got finally electrocuted on the electric chair and got lightning powers. So did you actually watch the other movies in this series before watching like, this? Years and years ago, that. but I remember that one because that's one okay. that flies and has lightning powers. <laughs> so... Okay, I don't remember that. I'm gonna have to watch this now. Uh, that's where I I don't think the accident meant would be a continuity thing, but I think that's where his electricity hours come from. <laughs> Right. Which puts this movie that. also in that category we were talking about like a year ago, with the drawn direction on the shell lightning so oh, series yeah. of movies including Mortal Kombat and uh, Big Trouble Little China. Yeah. So, it's all in the same continuity, I guess, is what we're saying. Yeah. Based yeah. on the, based on the, the hand-drawn lightning effects. And when this kid, it's the main kid and his, and his friend, the, I guess it's Kenny and Elizabeth? Yeah. Okay, so Kenny and Elizabeth compensate him. They open her up in the stage hand. Pushes the garbage prop out of the uh, the dump truck because you can see a rake come to shove it (laughs) out. It's it's a very one take kind of me. This kid does a really cringy John Wayne impression, which yeah. kids don't know who John Wayne is. He's like that's f- nine. I, I don't under, yeah, like, there's another John Wayne impression later on in the movie by Ernest, and I get that. But there's like an eight-year-old kid doing a John Wayne impression. It's like what? Why? It's very bad. Yeah, John Wayne is the opposite of an eight-year-old kid. (laughs) (laughs) So that was that was strange. And we get the impression that Ernest's only friends in town are these children who he brings to dangerous environments to hang out with. Uh-huh. Which, uh, yeah, again, I, I think Ernest seems like a harmless guy to us, the viewer, but, like, the parents of this town should not be allowing <laughs> <again. laughs> any <laughs> Well, I mean, it, It definitely escalates to the point where all of the parents in the town are like, do not, do not even go near that man. He is disturbed in many ways. But I think in real life it escalates to the point where like no one's ever heard of Ernest P. Worrell. Next year in that town, enough locals will talk about it like this. (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that none of the other Ernest movies took place in that same city. So I think he just sort of travels from city to city or state to state. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't think you'd be allowed to travel after all the kiddies hang out with Go Missing. Yeah. <laughs> that creepy guy who hangs out in the junkyard. Yeah. Like, that's... That's how Friday the 13th started, man. <laughs> no, 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 not that's on the one. That's how Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. started. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> routine started with people being established and as dead as deserves to in the lake. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> oh, God. So. Halloween! <laughs> um, speaking of Halloween and scary things, there's the mayor. And there's also the sheriff and the mayor's mad because I guess he wants Ernest to clean up old lady Hackmore's place. But Ernest is not doing it. And then they see him drive by in the wrong direction. Yeah, and I guess how the municipal services work in this town is that the sanitation department works for the sheriff, who works for the mayor. Yeah. The mayor has no authority over the sanitation department, but for whatever reason the sheriff does, and the sheriff is Kenny's dad and also the only police officer in town seems like yeah and then the mayor is the bully's dad and I guess the town has like a hundred people in it I can't really tell I don't even think it's that many I think it's more like about 40 considering you know, how many people are, like, later on at the the big Halloween party. There are, like, 40 people there. Yeah, and they've been big to do about it for the entire movie, so you think it's going to be this huge thing, and maybe yeah. it's for that town, but they all definitely fit in. room. Yeah. He, he, the sheriff pulls Ernest over retrieves his kidnapped child and orders Mm -hmm. him to do his job. (laughs) And is thusly set up as the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, Ernest has to go back to Old Lady Hackmore's place. Which... Is, which is awesome. Yeah, it's like that's the only cool place in the entire town. (laughs) Like the town has a school and a grocery store and a couple other buildings, and then this fucking amazing just is. welding art Yeah. yard gallery slash labyrinth thing. Which apparently has a little like sternos in it because there's open flames coming out of parts of <laughs> it. It looks rad but also yeah. how are you doing <laughs> that? Like she's not bad at what she does. Yeah. I guess they They think it looks like a hoarder junkyard or something, but it clearly, clearly isn't. Uh Mm-hmm. And he he knocks on the door, and Doc Brown pops out. (laughs) 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 Doc Brown, as portrayed by Earthly Kid, as called... Old lady hat more for some reason <laughs> or more. Yeah. But like got the goggles and the wild hair and everything. Yeah. It's... it's pretty amazing. Uh she's fun this oh, same yeah. overacted way that Ernest is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She informs yeah. him she knows about the curse and flame throws him in the face, <laughs> and Ernest <laughs> dies, the movie's over. For the second Except time. Except he dies. Except he has a healing factor, <laughs> it's the thing that don't talk about. <laughs> What we don't find out until later is that Ernest is, in fact, Deadpool. So, pretty impressive. Like, that's why he's the Troll Hunter, he regenerates faster than trolls. Yeah, exactly. He, he's he been crushed to death in a trash compactor and flamethrowed in the face so far. <laughs> But he's fine. Yeah. And more stuff happens to him later, and he'll be fine. Meanwhile, these children have built... uh, It's Kenny Elizabeth in an obvious red shirt. (laughs) (laughs) But he has a name, damn it. His name what is Joey. 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 Okay. Yeah. Redshirt. Because oh, because me. his name is said twice in the entire movie. <laughs> he's redshirt. Yeah. But they're they're building just the worst haunted <laughs> house. <laughs> but it, I mean it's it's at least is they're like this is gonna be the best haunted house ever and it's just like plywood and cardboard and it's, it's a haunted box yeah <laughs> it's a refrigerator box with cutout cut out the top <laughs> but at least I mean, I'm not a bully right? side But these kids are screaming bullying me.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) I at least think it's like I I'll give them credit. Like, they at least tried. You know. They they didn't do a good job, but they tried. So that was nice. I mean it's something to do. (laughs) Yeah. I just, it's disappointing these kids clearly don't have any facility power tools in this scene, but are about to be an entire mechanic's garage in the next <laughs> scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the main difference being... They were trying to build this out an actual field and when they build the fort they're on clearly a sound station helps a lot. Of <laughs> so these kids uh, get the house pulled down <laughs> because the boys just kind of shake it until it falls apart which takes 45 seconds exactly (laughs) and it really shouldn't have even taken that long to be honest because it's it's really just cardboard and plywood stacked on top of each other like there's
0: there's no
1: structural integrity whatsoever like, I feel like these kids didn't even bring out a hammer or nails. They kind of just... No. Arranged it. Yeah, exactly. So they say the boys are going to be sorry and then run away, even though they outnumber them, which is not how you establish dominance. Yeah. And they go to Ernest for help, which is important. Yeah and I think helps with the, the not as creepy thing because what I noticed in this and I think I remember from the ghost jail one is it, the kids always approach Ernest mm-hmm. which helps a little bit for not seeming as much like a creepy weirdo like he's just the one who won't turn them away, he's not like out in their business he's always someone they know anyway cause he's the janitor or the sanitation worker or the security guard or whatever and then the kids come to him for help things. Which I think is pretty smart that that's how they do it in all those movies. Although I've only seen like two, so I'm not sure that's actually how they do it in all those movies. But I think it helps. Yeah. I see that. But he's he's still really creepy (laughs) because (laughs) what he does as soon as as they go to him because they know, well, here's a man who'll beat a kid. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As soon as they go to him, like, listen, for one thing, don't make a small child watch you change into different outfits, (laughs) But, but also... If you're if you're a grown man, hang out with your this young boy Ward. My God, do not dress up as a Roman, a
0: Roman,
1: (laughs) (laughs) for fuck's sake. (laughs) See, I mean, my God. See, okay, here's my thing about these this scene. Because I'm curious if he's actually... Like, if the whole dressing up thing... Because what, what happens is Ernest tries to explain how to literally get the high ground on the bullies by explaining how the tiny nation of Botswana turned away the Ottoman Empire, which I don't know if that's actually a thing that happened, quite honestly, I don't know my world history at all, but... He explains this by going into a variety of different characters with different voices, all of whom are dressed differently. Like, there's a Roman, there's apparently supposed to be an Ottoman character who I think looks more like Mongolian, ...barbarian sort of character. There are... two female characters. There's like a... There's an old lady with a neck brace... ...and then a... ...sort of middle-aged... ...hairstylist lady. Yeah. And there are a few other characters. They all have different outfits... ...and different voices. They also, except for the, the Ottoman, have nothing to do with the situation being described. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm wondering about this is if he actually did go through all these different costume changes in front of this kid, or if all of the costume changes were just in his head, and he was maybe just doing the different voices in front of the kid? I'm never entirely sure, because as we've said before, this is obviously a person with Severe mental illnesses. <laughs> the entire setting is sort of like weird magical realism, uh, cartoon thing. Like, yeah, you know, but it, I th- it kind yeah. of works just because the setting's so goofy to begin with. Yeah, true, but I think he does this in the other in the other movies too. I'm pretty sure he yeah, does the he, same he, sort of thing. Well, it's that same sort of manic bunch of different characters thing that, like, say, Robin Williams does as the genie, or Jim Carrey does as the mask. Right. Which kind of work in both those movies, because it's this weird supernatural thing going on. Mm-hmm. Robin Williams also does this in some other movies where it's just kind of obnoxious and weird. I, I love Robin Williams also, but he also gets on sometimes. He's also dead, and I don't want to insult him. But I almost feel like this works better than those non non-mask ones because the world is so cartoonish to begin with. Okay. Like, it kind of doesn't stand out as much as it could, because I didn't... Like, I... I I'm, I'm making the joke, you know, like, yeah, he's making this kid wash and change, and this takes four or five minutes. He mm-hmm. clearly doesn't actually. Like, it's just this weird... Greek chorus face the camera because <sighs> on his head slash the world is his imagination so it's fine thing. hmm Yeah, I don't know, but it's very strange. And it, apparently this is like his rogues gallery of sketch characters that he pulls out in all of his things, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. I I, like, I definitely remember like the uh, the old lady with the neck brace and the uh, middle-aged hairstylist and the sort of country bumpkin sort of character that isn't Ernest, but the other sort of uh, country bumpkin and the the British officer. All those different characters. I definitely remember it's seeing like all of them. Safari those. Hunter and yeah. like Lumberjack or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, well, I, I think this is... I mean, I could be wrong, It's I'm not like... I've, I've only seen some of the commercials, not one of the movie. but I think this is like Ernest's bit. Like, these characters specifically... If you're an earnest fan, you watch his movies so these characters show up. Oh, yeah. No, they, they definitely. It definitely is how it is. It's just. It's just weird watching it 25 years, 30 years later. Yeah. Within the story, it. it serves no purpose and has no place and only comes up one other time mm. but I think that's because it's like who's that who's that one the people like and I don't know why he does puppets or something he's been like two movies and the public character is always the same because that's just this thing Uh, uh, Jeff Dunham? Probably not. Maybe. I mean, he's, uh, Jeff Jimreys? No, that's that's an Australian guy. He's okay. Jim Jeffries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Jeff Dunham. I don't know, but, but I think that's a. I'm talking in circles. Uh, these are the characters he does regardless of setting or context. Yeah, yeah. And they're the same in every movie, I think. Yeah, they are. I have definitely remember seeing those characters in other projects. So, they just showed up to explain how Botswana defeated the Ottoman Empire, which, again, I don't know if that's actually a thing that happened, it might be, Miranda pulls out the mayor's windshield because he doesn't know how to use a jack, yep. He's like, "Uh uh-oh, well, thanks for watching me dress as Rome. Let's go to the woods, small boy. (laughs) (laughs) And and the mayor, who's probably just destroyed his horse, well, this doesn't do anything. (laughs) Takes the children into the woods to build a treehouse.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Kind of funny gags yeah, here. Trying different trees, he gets shot on one's hollow. The one that I enjoyed the most was the was the other one. Where he, he knocks on one and he seems he says this one looks good, but he's looking back at the kids as he's saying it. And as he's looking back, the tree just falls over. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, it's a it's a simple visual gag, but it works for me. Like, I, I enjoyed that one. But yeah, it's just checking different trees, and then I guess they finally decide to go into the haunted woods. Yeah, which is, I just like the line a lot, because it's clearly like, the haunted cave from Star Wars. <laughs> like, mist is coming out in this black hole in a thicket. And I was just like, ooh, this is neat. Yeah. Sort of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But another thing's pretty those holes they've been out in the woods filmed on location in a pretty nice woods that might actually be in Tennessee. And it's, you know, it looks lived in, and it's bright and all that. And he's like, hey, let's try on this sound stage. (laughs) (laughs) it's... (laughs) So, very obvious, like, the second we go through a little archway, how now the sky is painted and all the lights are electric. (laughs) But, But it's a low-budget thing, it's just, I wish they just filmed outside, you can film outside, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's funny gag about, or fine funny joke about, I actually laughed a lot out of this one a little bit. There's no poison oak around here. The worst we have to worry about is Dutch elm disease, and none of us are Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's good yeah and uh then they find the exact line was this is a tree to die for and it's like oh you have no idea (laughs) because they decided to of course pick the tree that the troll was buried under apparently a hundred years ago, like I thought it was much further along much further back than that, but apparently it's just a hundred years ago and then we get the montage of them building the treehouse and suddenly they have all these, like, they attach the front half of the car to it, they make like Cannon thing on it. Yeah. They build a, a hook esque <laughs> uh, booby trap tree. Except the tree doesn't look very good because it's not very high sounds soundstage, so it sort of looks more like a legend, Wizard of Oz type of forest. Yeah. But with the uh, hook. Thing out, we should watch comes We should. I haven't watched that in a very long time. Speaking of Robin Williams and fig trees. Yeah. And this is when old lady Doc Brown shows up <laughs> <laughs> to yell at them because this is the tree mm-hmm. that he's not supposed to disturb. Out of all the trees in the forest. Mm -hmm. Ernest leaves to go argue with her, reassure her or something. And that's when the bullies show up. Yeah. To throw rocks at a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Like you do. Yeah. Well, I mean... Maybe they wander around here on a regular basis, and then they see something that is new. So they feel like it's the best thing to do is to destroy it by throwing rocks at at it. It's pretty solid reasoning. Yeah. So they do that children decide to counter this by wasting so much pizza oh my god dude when this was happening all i was thinking was why come on man you could just be eating that yeah it's it's a very expensive can because instead of like Which they're surrounded by? Or, I don't know, poop or something? Mm -hmm. They're launching full cans of cat food? Yeah. And, like, ice cream or something? And full pizzas that the full-cooked pizzas that they must have ordered out there or something. Which, uh, fun fact, those are the same rubber pizzas they used in Teenage TV- Mutant journals, too. Really? really? sir? Yes yeah, they just recycled them. Oh. Interesting. Although I, again, read that on an online blog, I spent as much time reading about these movies as watching it, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't... I don't have the source that they use, so... I I can't guarantee that's true, but that's a thing I heard that seems perfectly plausible. Yeah. Because they're clearly trying to use a lot of things. Uh, Later on, they... Clearly, reuse some props from Killer Clouds in Outer Space <laughs> for the trolls. <laughs> <with servants. laughs> so they're throwing Team's Charles Beatles at them. Yep. And it works, and the boys run away. Instead of being like, sweet, this is true, she gives us free pizza.
0: <laughs>
1: which is what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and throw rocks at this every time I'm hungry. And <laughs> <laughs> pizza comes out. Yeah. And then, I guess they just stay there all day? Well, I can't even tell because they do the light so... This soundstage, it's, uh, (laughs) they do not mimic the outdoor sunlight very well, and they don't mimic nighttime ambience very well, so I can't tell if it's supposed to have been later that night, or if it's just a little bit later in the evening, or what. Yeah... Well, I mean, because it's gray, but it's not... Yeah, I guess... Well, we don't know exactly how long it took them to build the treehouse in the first place. It could have been several hours. Like, because they definitely... it was... It was montage-length time. Yeah. So, I mean, it could have been an hour. It could have been eight hours, we don't know. But later on, uh, Ernest shows back up. They threaten him with food to the face. And then he explains what old lady Hackmore explained to him about this troll. And I guess inadvertently we could say because he tells them exactly what he would have had to do in order to summon the troll and then he does summon the troll which means Old Lady Hackmore detailed the troll resurrection ritual to him At some point in this off-screen conversation. (laughs) So he wakes up Trogdor. (laughs) What's his actual name? Trantor. Trantor. Not Trogdor the Burninator. That's a fun (laughs) video. You should look it up if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. He and the kids leave because... Trantor's making spooky noises. No, the kids leave. He doesn't. And Trantor, I I do like this costume a lot. Mm -hmm. He is the opposite of Voldemort because he has two (laughs) noses. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Voldemort Ain't got no nose. But, but two's not the opposite of zero, right? Isn't infinity the opposite of zero? So shouldn't you have two is exactly noses? as far from the normal as zero noses is Okay. Arithmetic. Okay. Yeah, but, ah, uh, whatever. they in the opposite direction. Right. Okay. Because, because Voldor doesn't have negative noses. He just doesn't have a nose. Okay. Eh. I'll take it. Number line equivalence. Also, he's got a head the size of his torso in mean, college school. He's like an evil Pac-Man, basically. Yeah. He's got that, like, that 80s effect I kind of like that's similar to, like, the Gremlins effect a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it's like a foam rubber, but they coat it in so it doesn't look like foam rubber. Yeah. He reminds me of fucked up hoggle from Labyrinth. That's what he reminds me of the most. I remember this creature actually like scaring me a bit when I was when I was younger. When I was when I was not a manatee but a a boy As it were.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah. I remember this monster like actually legitimately freaking me out. Because I was like six when this movie came out. So. Makes sense. It would kind of freak me out. I guess all the kids sides split up. Because that's a good idea. And we're left with Redshirt. We're left with Ernest first. Oh Right. Like first troll act or first Ernest accidentally scares him off with milk. Obviously with milk. So it's our first hint as to his weakness and, and then yeah he runs off and you're exaggerating. Exactly right. right, so so we get him across a uh, red shirt and the other kids leave and he takes a few steps and then slips looks like And he freaks out, understandably, because it's dark and there are weird owl creatures making noises. And he reaches out and I guess he grabs something. And Ernest says, it's okay, buddy, I got you. And Kid's like, Oh, thank you, Ernest. You saved my life. And he looks up. And it's Trantor, is apparently one of Trantor's powers is the ability to imitate voices. He has predator voice powers. It's very scary. Yeah. He also apparently has what some sort some of. Thunder? <laughs> That's also a good Halloween movie. Yeah, cause he also apparently has some sort of teleportation powers, because he definitely just disappears and reappears wherever he wants to go. Well, also, the town, as you mentioned, has like 40 people, and I think he just has to yeah. jog for two to three minutes and he's wherever he wants to be. Yeah. So he turns red shirt into a, uh, a wooden doll. That's like it's actually a spook pretty power. spooky concept. The, yeah. the effect is bad, but oh, the yeah. concept is reasonably spooky and I like it. Yeah, I was actually kind of curious if this whole idea was based on any sort of other sort of myth or legend of a creature that like kidnaps children and then like turns them into dolls to feed off their essence or their soul or something. Yeah, somehow between the milk and the wooden doll thing, it seemed like it might have been actual fairy tale-inspired. Yeah. It just, it seemed like it probably was based on something, but I don't actually know. So, Ernest goes rants to the sheriff. Yep. The parents... DON'T ARREST HIM,
0: <laughs>
1: WHICH IS WEIRD, BECAUSE, LIKE, YOU KNOW, AS THE KIDS WROTE, like, OH NO, it's you're YOURSES HIS HAT, AS ADULTS, LIKE, WAIT A SEC, NO, THIS IS, WHERE, WHERE WERE YOU, OUR SON, <laughs> At THE MIDDLE OF THE NIGHT? <laughs> You're out in the woods with uh, with the garbage man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is serious. Yeah. Friend. No one acts like it. So the sheriff just kind of pushes Ernest out the door. Ernest continues to describe what the troll was like. Even though the door shut. Which I actually kind of liked a little bit. Like, that's just sort of what he does. Like, he just he keeps talking for a just good, keeps like... On dog, for, like, a good minute and a half after this thing stopped. After they closed the door on him. Yeah, yeah. And again, they, they let the gag go on about two beats too long, almost on purpose. seems like, <laughs> yeah. Troll, go back tree, put doll, gremlins' buds grow. Yeah, because there's fruit. ...happening on the tree, which is apparently his children. Yeah, so when he puts wooden dolls in the tree... ...it starts to grow fruit, which are going to turn into more trolls... ...because Ernest goes back to the old lady... It's apparently, like a professional monster hunter. Yeah, I exactly wrote she, that. <laughs> she mentions <laughs> all the other things she's <laughs> kept away from the town, which are like werewolves and vampires and zombies. I wrote exactly that thing down. It's like, so she's a monster hunter. Because <laughs> she which, actually. Like, comes, yeah. This right here is. The pilot episode for a... If you replaced all the actors and most the writers, <laughs> this basic concept is pilot episode for a decent show in like the mid-90s. I mean, I wouldn't replace her with a kid personally, but... Most of the rest of the characters, I would be okay with getting rid of. You wouldn't replace the kid. What? No, I wouldn't replace her with the kid. Oh, I thought you said you wouldn't replace the kid. Oh okay, okay, no can't no, can't Eartha can't kid. I would not replace her as as uh, old lady Hackmore, because. She's brilliant, and I would love to see a show with her being a monster hunter. Yeah, she's like the Giles, but stuff, a slave, got just like some, you know, some punk kids who broke in to do crime, (laughs) (laughs) then got scared off because of, like, weird stuff in there, but then had to go back because their friend got turned into a vampire or something. And that, yeah. that crazy old lady that thought was an easy mark is actually like, well, okay, I'll hire you gangsters or punk rockers or, or kids with their shirts sleeves rolled up or whatever the decades toughs are (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she she outs herself as a monster hunter and uh, then she pulls out a giant book that uh, describes the exact creature that Ernest saw like watercolor art and 48 size font like it's a children's book (laughs) but it's in a dome so he needs like 5 kids by tomorrow night to make his own trolls grow and Ernest is the only one that can stop him so what he thinks that means is running through town on a megaphone telling everyone that troll is coming. <laughs> now, hold on, we skipped two things okay. that I We're really had to write down for this part. Cause she basically tells Ernest that he's the he's the only one who can defeat this thing and he starts going off on how saying how difficult this would be and he ends with it talking about how difficult it is being 8th level of Mario Brothers which I got a chuckle out of It's that a hard one? Yeah well it's, I mean it's the last last roll of super mario brothers is what i'm assuming they're talking about uh, so yeah it's pretty tough i assumed you know you're you're a gamer guy i just that's, yeah i don't recognize difficulty i just win it's how i do life yeah uh, so, that's fair that's fair. No, it's okay. Uh, I mean you, you have you have all the advantages. I don't, so just whatever. Hands are up to slump in there. I don't have hands or feet, but you know <laughs> sort of I, I float in there and just kinda kinda win kinda whip life. Yeah. Well, I get it. You're like um You're not going to get this reference and no one else will, I'm sure, listen to this, but you're like the Orange Cassidy of life. You're right, I don't get that reference. (laughs) Yeah. No, he's a he's a a wrestler who doesn't want to actually do any wrestling, so he basically walks to the ring with, um, torn up jeans and shades on and he does as little as possible throughout his matches so it's like he always has his hands in his pockets even when he's like dodging moves and doing all sorts of crazy shit uh he's pretty amazing you should go look up some of his stuff on youtube it's all out there. So... Orange Cassidy. Yeah. It's... It's a really cool sort of deconstruction of the whole idea of pro wrestling. And I really enjoy some of the stuff he does. Was he so. the blob doll? Mm, I don't think so. But I know the people. I know the people you're talking about who wrestle love dolls, and those are pretty cool. <laughs> I I do enjoy those quite a bit. But yeah. So go check out Orange Cassidy if you haven't already. He's uh he's pretty talented. Just for the sheer fact that tries to do as little as possible and still make the matches really entertaining so anyway after that uh, Eartha Kitt calls Ernest the great redneck hope and then then Ernest steps off and there's a, there's a spotlight on him He calls himself the Great Redneck Hope. And then there's a hallelujah moment and then it just immediately shifts to him running down the street with a megaphone screaming at the 40 residents of town to make sure your shoes are on the right feet. Because there was a troll on the loose. Yeah, put all furniture against the walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, It's a very earnest thing to do. And this is one runs into the Tulip Brothers, who... Uh, I feel like I'm supposed to recognize, and you apparently do, because they're in all of the Ernest stuff. I I swear they're in the other movies, and I know I've seen them in other places, but yeah, you know, they're. I, I think you're right. It's just when I was watching it, it's like I know I'm supposed to know these guys, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they are. They have like a salvage business, I guess? It's a thrift store, general dollar store, kind of thing. Yeah, and they're filming a commercial, and the one. One of them is doing all the talking and the other guy is sitting behind a drum set and every time the the other one says a joke he does he does the the he does rimshot yes which is psh. funny cause Ernest's name is named rimsh. Ernest's dog is named shot also. Yeah. So yeah, Ernest interrupts their recording and tells them there's a troll on the loose. And Tom Tulip decides that he was part of the Troll infantry in World War Two or something, that he's the one who killed all the trolls in World War II. Yeah, it's the (laughs) he's his salesman is great. He just uh Oh yeah. He starts selling Ernest all this shit that he says is anti-troll stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote it all down because I had to write it down to it. So he had Troll Away Spray. I didn't write down prices, unfortunately, because he talked too quickly for this. But he had Troll Away Spray. I think it was like 12 cans of that. And there was uh, Bolivian Slingshots... Which, of course, one of them hits Ernest in the face. Uh, and then, yeah, and then troll waiters, which I guess are just regular, like, boots. Troll nunchucks, which, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then slime proof gloves. Uh, and then, uh, troll bait, 50 pounds of it. I remember that specifically, even though that bag definitely did not weigh 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it hands two one handed. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, eh, it's about price a... per pound. So yeah, 50 yeah. pounds. Yeah. No troll strips, and then a, what sounded like a trolling motor? I think that's what he said. I wasn't quite sure what the last thing was. But, uh, yeah, the total price for all this, I did write down the total price, because... Is $1,749.98 plus tax. Oh, and also Ernest, he made sure that he got the the album with all of the troll love songs on it. Yeah. Because I guess that's a thing that he needed. No, sir. Uh, I mean, they're just taking advantage of a trash man to make up oh, money yeah. him. But it's very funny. I also don't know where Ernest gets all this money from, but fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty sure sanitation workers make a fairly good salary, from what I recall. Maybe not necessarily. Uh, I just... Well, just all his other stuff is just garbage He has like the one set of clothes in that truck that's all But fair enough Maybe he just hasn't I mean, he he might have it on layaway or something Or he, he has a credit card maybe I don't know Meanwhile we have this kind of throwaway scene where the two rainy kids go to their little fort and then just run away. Well no, because they see they see the um they see the doll of Redshirt. They like notice that there's this giant hole where there was nothing before. In the tree, and then they see the alcove with the five spaces, and then. Oh, right. Uh, right. Red Shirt's wooden form is there, and they're like, What the hell is going on? And then they run away. They're like, That look just like Joe? Joey. 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 Yeah. Okay. So there is a little bit of information dropped. Yeah, there there was a point to it, yeah. Collector to Earthy kids' house, Ernest's all kitted out. The kids have run there also. The troll's going to follow them, but instead of scram some rando on, like, a skateboard. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So he's up to two. Everybody meets the they'll talk about and exchange their information and stuff. Ernest makes an awesome troll trap out of a dumpster. <laughs> it's so cool. It also says... Free kids inside on the side of it, <laughs> which sort of comes up later in another. Why has this town been <laughs> yet? Yeah. Oh, God. And then just lets the kids walk home alone at night. Yeah. I was trying to figure out why he was talking kind of strangely during the opening part of the scene. He had a lollipop in his mouth. And then he puts it on the dumpster. Because, you know, where else are you going to put it? Uh, And then... As the scene ends, he picks up the lollipop and that somehow causes the dumpster, the part of the dumpster that was open, to close on his hand. And you have one of those things where it's like, he's standing there, he looks at the camera, he looks back at his hand which is crushed in the in the dumpster. And he yeah. looks back at the camera. And he looks back at his hand again. And he looks back at the camera. And then he screams in pain. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's overkill, but that was the least enjoyable. <laughs> it's a cartoon movie. Yeah, exactly. It's we that when he, he has these kids walk away from his car and go home on himself, he does leer out the window at them because the girl kid gives the boy kid a kiss on the cheek. And is just staring <laughs> Just watching all this happen. Yeah. And then Kenny goes home and his mom is angry at him for getting jumped by the bullies. <laughs> <laughs> which happened four seconds before she got home. That means she sees it. she pulls up and they yeah. get the lights on and then run away. She's like, what are you doing, Kenny? Getting, <laughs> getting mugged? <laughs> I'm a bad parent and so is everyone. And then Kenny immediately goes off to find his dad. <laughs> well yeah, his mom's clear not gonna help. Yeah. So he just and rides his he bike he's, he's like, yeah, fuck this, I'm done. Elizabeth's mom, also bad parent. She's the most fifties mom I've seen in a while. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. She, like I mean, she she has the exact sort of hairdo, of, like typical sort of fifties sitcom mom sort of thing. She has the same sort of voice she just the same sort of oh, you know, it's like you don't have to worry about things in your bed you're not two years old that sort of thing it's like I don't know but anyway she's also a terrible parent yeah and for some reason it's just really important like you're going okay to this fucking party yeah exactly <laughs> this town has nothing going on I need to see you with your 12 other friends.
0: <laughs>
1: and like, even if she was because of trolls, like, kid doesn't want to dress up and go to a party. Like, yeah, I'm... exactly. Like, she doesn't want to go anywhere. Just let her be, you know? It's like, that's the easiest problem a parent have. Like, oh, you don't want to go out? Then don't. Yeah. Like, you wanna stay in your room? Like, that's. that's, that's it's easy mode.
0: Um,
1: yeah, I know. But she wouldn't be an abusive mom if she let her do what she wants to do, so she has to yell right. at her and tell her to. to do it. <laughs> yeah, great, great role model. This troll gets into bed with her, and no one notices, or she doesn't notice. It's actually kind of oh, creepy, I... but it's that obvious fake out you see coming. I swear it's the teleportation powers again, because she asks her mom to check underneath her bed, because she's understandably freaked out about this whole thing. Uh, and her mom just dismisses her as being a baby. So, she leans over, looks under the bed. She's like a stuffed toy of some sort. And then she lies back down the bed, turns over, trolls there in her bed. And then she screams and her mother does nothing because her mother's a bad parent. So he's up to three kids now, Yeah, got three. Uh, yes. One thing I noticed about this, they said you need five kids by tomorrow night. There's only one night, right? Like, unless I'm missing time entirely. It was five kids by tonight, because, like, when does the sun come up when... Yeah, no, it was, he was summoned the night before Halloween, and he has to get five kids before the end, before the end of Halloween, basically. Yeah, but all that happens on that day is Ernest running through the megaphone and going to the store, and then these kids going to the fort. Like, the day is two scenes long, so it could have just been the same night. Like, it would have been... I don't know. have created more of a sense of urgency, because... Five kids in a day, the way he's doing, is just grabbing them, is wicked easy. Oh, yeah, it it definitely is. He's just, I think Trantor is
0: just super lazy. I'll get you two
1: kids, or I'll get you five kids in two hours. Shit. (sighs) I think Trantor is just super lazy, honestly. Because, like, he could have definitely taken of that and they could write in a weakness like maybe he turns to stone in the daytime maybe he like can't go near churches or whatever the hell but there's nothing like you don't know why he isn't grabbing him well I mean I think again it's fairly obvious that Trantor is kind of a shitty troll, really. Because, like, he can't get his shit done super quickly, and his weaknesses are pretty goddamn weak. Well, if he he doesn't decide to uh, unveil his Terrifying final form. God, with the wiggly dildos Dick all over his face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But it's, uh. We'll get to that. Yeah. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that.
1: Sure. Next scene, Ernest is setting up a bear trap and it legitimately stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's going to use his dog as bait because he's dressed up his dog as, as a child. is adorable. It's this giant novelty. It's like an elf. Crab. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's gigantic. It's like, what, six or seven feet across, probably, when it's laid it's out. He's using his whole body to open it, like, feet on one side, shoulders on the other. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly, like, obviously the spring's not real. He's just shaking around a lot to make it look like it's... Straining, but Mm -hmm. it's convincing and I'm stressed (laughs) (laughs) out. Yeah. (laughs) Because I've seen those and I've set those off with sticks before and like,
0: they're wicked
1: scary. I hate those things. And mean. And lazy. Yeah. So... Of course, his dog doesn't obey him because his dog is tired of Ernest's shit. Uh, And Ernest dies for the third time. Yeah. He's murdered by this giant elephant trap. For his regeneration takes hold, he'll be back in a scene or two. Yeah, it's not even a scene or two. He's there in the next scene. Because <laughs> he's going to go. Oh, yeah. Because he, he. The very next one he is the grocery store, right? Yeah, well, he, he does the CB radio to talk to the Tulip Brothers for some reason. Oh, yeah, they're helping Dron's they're team for a reason. Yeah, but they're more money out of it. Yeah, but they're just laughing at him because they just want to get more money. That's all it is. It's pretty valid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then is the... Then next is the, uh, the store scene with Jimmy, the store owner, who's... (sighs) Ah. I don't even know. Is he also in most of them, or is he just a guy? I actually don't know. But he's useless as a character. Yes. Because <laughs> all he does is point and be scared at Trantor. Yeah, because... The troll for whatever is taking the grocery store also. You know, Those looking for kids aren't there, but yeah, Ernest and what's his name? Ernest and Jimmy. Jimmy can't talk, but can point and gesture uh-huh. and pull a gun. Then faints. Yeah. Exactly. And and I can tell that it was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't to me. Yeah, it was just kind of sad. More than anything. Okay, moving past that scene. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because then after that, the troll just leaves because there's no reason for him to be in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Then we get a scene of some other random kid. And uh, Kenny goes by and he's, is I there, guess he's... Is it the bully? I don't think it was the bully. I think it was just some other kid. I, was, I wasn't I 100% sure. I thought it was one of the two bullies, like the older one. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, they were, I guess they were looking for somebody else, and then they hear the girl's voice in a tube for some reason. Yeah, because it's got some predator voice powers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we don't know that. Until later, because they look in the tube to try and see. Well, no, cause he did. He did to Redshirt. Remember? No, I know, but I mean, I mean, we don't know that it's her. That it's the girl. I mean, it's weird that the girl would be just sitting in a random tube somewhere. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, the kids don't know that it's her. Or that it's not her, I should say. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Sorry, yeah. The kids didn't know that it's not her because they didn't know that he has the the, uh, predator voice modulation powers. So, they look in the tube, or he looks, Kenny looks in the tube, Then he looks back, and Trantor kidnaps the other kid. Turns into a doll. Yeah, and then there's kind of a legitimately, there's a legitimately kind of creepy moment for me where Trantor is chasing Kenny, but he's chasing her and, and yelling at him using the girl's voice. It's like, you better be running away, Kenny, you better run faster. It's like, that's a little creepy, for me anyway. I also like how Kenny very poorly pop or hops a fence and the troll just runs right through it. Like, this is the first time we get depressed, the troll might be pretty strong. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of cool for a second yeah but he's scared off by milk again mm-hmm. and there's another obvious fake out of like he's looking around behind him it's like oh good I lost it's like well he's to the left of course he's to the left or directly behind him turns out he's to the left but mm-hmm. the, uh, the he runs away from a milk truck that pulls between them which is the second time Sora telegraphs what the weakness is. And yeah, that's the. I forget what happens next, my nose just. This fucking sheriff, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens next is a bunch of parents are yelling at the sheriff because. Uh, a bunch of their kids are missing and also this one guy is complaining because his trash hasn't been picked up in two days so he has his priorities straight but yeah the sheriff's like look all the kids are probably already at the halloween party Just like, no, those kids haven't been seen in like a day. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, it's just a a bad sheriff. Yeah. It's not not a good sheriff. No. And then. Okay, so it's just showing him being useless. It's like three kids missing in a day. Yeah, all of them known to have been hanging out with or around (laughs) Ernst the world, the weird guy who takes kids into the woods. Yeah. And meanwhile, Ernst goes back to his awesome dumpster trap. Uh huh. I guess you're right. It couldn't have been the bully, huh? Because the bully is here. Yeah. That's what. so that's what I thought. It was just some random kid. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so Ernest thinks he's trapped the troll in in his awesome dumpster trap. Doesn't doesn't check, doesn't look inside. No, no but he does decide to taunt the troll and call him Squid Lips. That's weird. Yeah, then we cut to a scene with the mayor who's decided that the the sheriff has to put and lay an APB out because his sons are missing, which I don't think that was established that the bullies were the mayor's sons until just then but it well, kind of makes sense name to yeah that's, that's true and, the... and considering that there are 40 people in this town it would make a lot of sense that they were his sons which is uh, yeah you wouldn't know they were his sons but they're definitely related could have been their older brother or uncle or something, but... Yeah. Turns out Yeah. And then Ernest shows up with his troll trap, and, you know, he... He's like, I did it, I caught the troll, so course they're like what the fuck are you talking about and they go out and they go ahead and he opens the he opens the door well, first, yeah. first he is fully prepared to just murder these kids or crush whatever's in there before checking oh yeah he's, he just offers so he to it. squish it Yeah he just offers to do the trash compactor part and they're like just open the damn thing. So the sheriff pulls out his gun and he opens the trap and it's the bullies. In troll costumes in fairness. Yeah. So I mean the troll trap did technically work just Not the way they wanted it to. Yeah, I mean, it caught the most troll-like thing other than the troll. Yeah, exactly. So, Mayor gets super pissed, and I guess now he has the authority over the sanitation division because he fires Ernest? Yeah, I... I guess maybe he always did. He just never wanted to talk to him. So he had the sheriff do it for him. I don't know what else up exactly. It's hard to tell. I mean, this is a city of forty people. I mean, the mayor basically has authority over, I guess, everybody. So Sorenus gets super sad. We have some. Very melodramatic music playing. Uh, and then his dog bites him because his dog hates him. And Ernest snaps out of it. And decides that he's not going to be a quitter. And then we get a quick flashback to corporal punishment schools. Where his... This is really funny. Yeah, actually was. So it flashes back to his fourth grade teacher who says he never was a quitter. And then Ernest scrapes scrapes the uh, chalkboard with his fingers, and she smacks him upside the head. It's him getting no one to quit is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, he can't be disciplined because he's an idiot, <laughs> just Yeah. <kind> of... <laughs> it's called back once later, it's pretty good too, but I don't remember exactly when. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll tell you when. It's after the bowling um, joke. Nice. Yeah. Meanwhile, Earthy Kid is backing up some more kids. Um, what <laughs> wooden kits she has. Yeah. Which I don't think were mentioned before that, but if they were, I missed it. They weren't. Ernest goes back to the tree again, and then nothing happens, and he leaves again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he runs it. Doesn't he run into the troll one more time? Oh yeah, no, he he's he's the uh, the children, because he he comments specifically he says, "Look at these, they look like Brussels sprouts." And it's like, yeah, those look like Brussels. Oh, right, sprouts right, right. if you cook them wrong. But then he doesn't, he doesn't even fight the troll here. The troll just sees him, and jumps on his car, which could have happened. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So, he sort of yeah. jumps on him, and then he leaves. And then the troll's on the car, but I do like this scene. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Like, this, this is actually fairly well done, it seems like. Yeah. Because he's on the truck, he's on Ernest's truck, and, uh, they try to, he uses the troll away spray which works for half a second and then I guess he sort of drags Ernest out of the truck and they have wait, well, he, he pulls the door off and chases Ernest through yeah. the truck cause it's a bench seat. Yeah and R S S got onto the roof and then back into the back of the truck. Meanwhile, room shots driving, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. Because he Jack Russell Terrier and he's adorable. Yeah. And apparently the troll has a sword now, which she didn't have before and never has after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's stabbing through the roof, and then he's cutting through Ernest's like pruning shears. That he's using to block, but the, the obviously not trying not to hurt the stuntman kicks aside side. It was a pretty good scene as far as like. <laughs> not action-packed but believable for unathletic people yeah you know it's like oh god god <laughs> <scrimpled." Yeah>. like, <laughs> for, for a man in a giant head costume and a 41 year old chain smoker who's going to die in a debt less than a decade from lung cancer it's pretty enjoyable He's kind of ripped, actually. <laughs> like you <laughs> I yeah. can tell, he's wiry and pretty well built. Oh also, yeah, like Jim Varney is. I don't know if that's supposed to come through with the character, but oh, I think so, definitely. He looks strong. Yeah, and then we get the first instance of. Ernest calling Trantor Booger lips Which what happens to squid lips, Ernest? <laughs> Stick with your goddamn names We need continuity here, goddammit So he he manages to knock him off of the truck but then he's got a rope so he he's pulling the truck Truck can't get away, mm-hmm. the first time, the tro- or the second time, you pick up, the troll's very strong, although it's very consistent. Yeah. It's, how about a bumper sandwich booger lips? Yep. And then he backs over him, and just fully show it, like he just fucking hits the guy. <laughs> Um, and he just disappears Yeah. but then he reappears right on the front of the car again and shatters and the windshield in a barrel and throw him off and then you have just a barrel with, with jeans and <laughs> shoes sticking out of it <laughs> rolling down the hill that's so kind of funny yeah and then I think the Tulip Brothers actually run into him with their own va- van or something Oh yeah they're the ones that recover him and... yeah but the next scene you're at Doc Brown's house again. Mm-hmm. She's got a giant novelty cap <laughs> she's trying to use to open it up. <laughs> I like, definitely built this prop just for this scene <laughs> but put it away and never thought of it again. <laughs> and she's using it wrong. But they discovered that there apparently were two pages stuck together in that giant troll... Trollonomicon? What do we call that book? I don't know. I Trollonomicon. Okay. So, they missed... Part of how to defeat the troll, and part of it is wiped away, but it was using some sort of M-I-something-K. Yeah, and also, like, why would you not... This is in size 72 font. Eight pages on the troll. Why wouldn't you... be an expert on all eight pages? <laughs> 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 Well, I mean, the pages were stuck together, so, I mean, you know. There's parts of it you miss, obviously. Alright, Nah yeah. Fair point. Yeah, I know. I do that occasionally. So they discover there's something M-I-something-K, which Ernest takes that to mean as like Bolivian Miak or something I don't remember what exactly. I just wanted to look that up. I don't know if that's even a thing. I I have a hard time for this movie, or... I have a hard time believing most of the things Hermes says are actually things. But... Well, I, I mean, I know the nation, but Swana is a real thing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. But I'm I mean, an Linkar uh, is a real thing. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Hold on. I'm looking up right now. Okay. Meek. And, uh, while you're looking that up, we can talk about how on, uh, on two separate occasions, Ernest... Oh, actually, the first time he fell back down Doc Brown's stairs was when she opened the door when he was knocking to get in. And then he falls down the stairs again when she... uh, They decide to leave and she knocks him off the table and he falls down the stairs again. Okay, so there's a drink called Bulgarian Miak. Bulgarian, okay. But it's only at one place so it might be named after this movie. Come think of it.
0: Hmm. Okay. It's from
1: Sigma Brewing Company. It's the United Liberal National Party that goes by the name Miak because it's in, uh, Armenian. Huh. And, uh... Urban Dictionary mentions a rare, slightly antiquated beverage generally produced Bulgaria, which may or may not be fictional. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> abnormally unhelpful. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a feeling that the beverage you found probably wasn't based off of the movie. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like it's made up.
0: Hmm.
1: Wait. Which, I thought it was like a clever obscure joke, but it's not even <laughs> like... <laughs> no, I think it's just Ernest being Ernest. alright. Yeah. So now everyone's going to the school dance even though there's a crisis going on and everyone should be they should be getting like stadies in from out of town to come to with this <laughs> at this but... point yeah definitely Tulip Brothers are there and I guess they're trying to sell the party goers on kiwi fruit and stir fried sushi that, that could be alright I it could be, potentially. Doc Brown and Ernest are going to save the townies. And yeah, there's this is weird scene. Yeah, where yeah. Um, yeah. you described this. I didn't take any notes on it's a Weird scene. <laughs> So, so, Eartha Kitt is still sitting in the truck. She's just bad mouthing her and she's like, why did I have to? Why did it have to be you? Why did I have to be in this car with you? Why did I have to live with the same town as you? And she sees this, a mother and her daughter. And the mother's like, well, you wanted to buy this this Halloween costume. You know, you're the one who wanted to do it. Now you don't want to wear it. And the kid's like, I hate you, Mom. And Mom says, I'm not very fond of you either. The kid takes two steps away, waits two seconds, immediately turns around and says, I'm sorry mom, I love you and they hug and then Eartha Kit realizes oh that's what we meant by the heart of a child in the whole how to defeat the troll thing but Right. I'm not sure we mentioned that that's what they said earlier on yeah it was it. it was it was something about the heart of a child it's like a mother's love in the heart of the child a mother's care mother's care and there's a kind of funny joke at some point that i forget where was she is being ticking like we need the heart of a child just <laughs> from the children We're like ah! <laughs> Yeah. That was uh, that, that must that, have been. Been when, that must have been when she first met the kids was something about the heart of a child and then she kind of hisses at them and it's like, that's funny. But then for some reason Earth the kid decides that the heart of a child means unconditional love, which she doesn't immediately go tell Ernest how to defeat the troll with unconditional love. But uh, also, all the love in that seems conditional as hell. So yeah, I don't exactly. D- In fact, the entire scene was about the conditions placed on (laughs) it. (laughs) So, that happened. Then we get to the costume contest at the Halloween party. Yeah, and this, I guess the entire town's population is here. They have been talking this thing up for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It is super small. Yeah. Where Ernest goes to help them, but he runs into the door and throws open to him. Mm-hmm. So he bashes his face and can't yell at the crowd right, which. They wouldn't have paid attention to anyway. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Trogdor's there on the stage <laughs> taking part in the the costume contest. And this is when Bully Kid gets turned into wood. Yeah, exactly. Cause he he makes fun of the of the costume and then you know, he turns, the Trantor turns to him, and he didn't say it, but he could have said it's not a costume. Then he not it's established the Yeah, it <laughs> seems like a pretty come comeback. No, I know. But so he does that, and he yeah, destroys the stage and scares all of the townies out of there. I, as have here, everybody in the entire city flees troll trolls it murders a child. Yeah, like guys. <laughs> Yeah, this is one like, of those. Um, does anyone live here? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. I mean, I I hate I hate those guys that are like. Well, if, it was, if I was on that plane, nine 11 have happened or whatever. But listen, straight up, if I was in that auditorium and something five feet tall is murdering someone three feet tall who's a child of someone I know, I'm not... I'm getting involved a (laughs) little (laughs) bit like (laughs) this. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't
0: have feet (laughs) like (laughs) this.
1: So they all... Cause we're (laughs) manatees. So remember. they all remember, everybody remember. God damn it. <laughs> so they all run away, except for Ernest, who mans up. He gets knocked out, knocks, like, way the fuck out of the way. Grimshot tries to save the day by biting the, the ankle of Trantor. And uh, as a consolation prize, Rimshot gets turned into a, uh, a wooden doll as well, which was actually really sad. Yeah. Because when the dog gets hurt, it's real. Yeah, Trantor runs from the ice cream, though. Yeah, because Ernest somehow... Fifth major hit. Yeah, so Ernest got ice cream on his hands at some point when he got knocked over, and Trantor leans over to finish the deal. Ernest reaches his hands up and Trantor runs away. Yeah. Kenny decides that he sees a, a carton of milk and decides that that is what they meant by mother's care was milk. Yeah, the kid figures it out first. Yep. I hate this kid. <laughs> <all I> fine. <laughs> yeah. And now suddenly everyone in town cares their kids are gone missing. Mm-hmm. So they're all gonna go with Ernest into the woods, which is what I thought they would have done the day before. So they're going into the woods with Ernest to help him, not to like make him disappear, which I think is what actually happens that day when all of the kids are and taken into the woods have gone missing. Yeah. But that's the last time i make that joke, but I do mean it. <laughs> it's very strange, strange that no one cared that <laughs> these guys hang out with their kids Michael Jackson look? He <laughs> I mean, doesn't look like the you know I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like small towns murder people for a lot less.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, probably more than likely. Ernest straight up crushes the troll with his truck but don't kill him cause he has those weird teleportation powers yeah and he's invincible except against poor like horsey wolf and pets <laughs> um. <laughs> to be fair he's been He'd been hibernating for like a hundred years, so he probably was building up his strength. He's just doing crunches underground. Yeah. (laughs) For a hundred (laughs) years. I can think of no better explanation as to why he is now stronger. I mean, I do know some guys who went to jail and came back real swole, so that's Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it makes that sense. You do, I guess. And he had a hundred years, not like five or ten or whatever, so... And this is when all the eggs bore things, the gremlin eggs. It's fairy gremlins, too. I don't know if that's... Uh, yeah, not necessarily the same effect, but they use they reuse so many others that it might just be <laughs> spores from going to so land, and Ernest tries to catch him, but he can't. And there's actually a pretty good uh, practical effect where they burrow into the ground. Yeah. Like, it looks pretty alright. And this is just where my notes say, you know, these practical facts don't suck. Which is 30 seconds before, yes they do. (laughs) (laughs) Because they all start bursting out of the ground, full grown, all these trolls. Uh And the bursting out of the ground looks really cool but the trolls themselves are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought, there's like, I haven't down this nail guy, there's Vladimir Putin, there's Dr. Sue's head, there's multiple chins, there's cartoons, 2D one with the giant lip. There's a DD troll. There's <laughs> Fat Baker. And they all just have that gross, like, they look like garbage pail kids. Mm-hmm. And I think one or two of them are actually just straight up the puppets from Killer Clouds face Space Repainted. <laughs> because the special effects team from Killer Clubs Space is the same one that they hired for these that I think like last three or something
0: <laughs> so
1: I think they just reused the props and it's They're very different than the main troll. The main troll looks like he was conceived by an entirely different, much more dark crystal sort of labyrinth, uh, 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 who's that guy? Brian Froud, he's an illustrator. He illustrated the Trolls for uh, Labyrinth, and it seemed like the the Trantor, at least, was sort of in that vein. Mm -hmm. These ones, just in that sort of gross-out, 90s, 80s cartoon vein, and I hate them. (laughs) Well, the plot don't have to stare at them for too long. It's true. Well, the it's not making sense. Like they, they pop out, and one pops out with, like a rolling pin, and like a weird chef outfit, and one pops out with like all these bandoliers full of bullets around his his chest, and one pops out with like. A hammer, it's a bunch of nails coming out of all hellraisery. It's like, who? These guys were just born. What is. <laughs> why is Trantor just an ugly thing in, like, period appropriate clothes from last time he was active? And these guys are all, like, weird theme muppets. I don't know. I hate him. Two words. Low budget. No, they just borrowed the garbage kill kids. Yeah. Killed post claws for ones. Exactly. But it comes to a fun scene where the kids are going through a grocery <laughs> store, stealing super soakers and milk, it's the same grocery store, and useless grocer can't stop them. Yep, exactly. And they're riding their bikes down the aisle. And it looks pretty fun, actually. And the little kid part. It's like, yeah, that would, yeah, that would. Yeah, definitely. I would ride a bike just through grocery your store and like, knock everything over. Yeah, like sticking your arm out and knocking like. Gallons of milk and tear into the the little basket on top in the front of your bike and everything, and then just knocking the Jimmy the useless store owner over as he yells at you because he can't do anything because you're the sheriff's kid. Kenny's gotta get out. Is what I'm saying. Ernest just starts straight battering them with the bat. <laughs> yeah. He trolls, them I mean, not the kids. Yeah. Zach just like, we've gone from cartoon violence just like violence. I'm okay <laughs> with it. But it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> this is after he tried to crush one against the truth, his truck. So. <laughs> Townsfolk show up with guns Mm -hmm. but just start screaming and running around again instead of using them yeah because the trolls have are there and uh I guess they're too scared to use their guns Well, the also are super strong, like that thing where they bend the barrel of one. Yeah, that's fair. But they have to let them reach out and touch it first, so... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The two Bros start photographing everything, (sighs) because this also is the key to wealth, I think. Ernest takes this opportunity to murder a rival with a bowling ball. <laughs> he gives like a 30 second speech while this is all going on because <laughs> that's what Ernest does. Yeah. And then throws a bowling ball through a basketball hoop which lands not on the troll but on the Guy who kept complaining that he wasn't picking up his garbage <laughs> on his head, which I think can kill you. Pretty sure. Yeah. Like, this is not a young man. No, and that, like, the least a bowling ball can weigh, I think, is eight pounds. So. With enough force, you can definitely kill someone with that. (laughs) Yeah, so the Earth just murdered this man. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, he pulls out a bowling trophy out of nowhere. And then he decides to thank everybody for it. And then he actually starts thanking people for it. And then that's where we get the flashback to his 4th grade teacher. Again. Oh, that, that how it just never ends. Yeah, where it's like, he just doesn't know when to, does to quit. And then he reaches up and scratches the the chalkboard with his fingernails again. And she smacks him side the head again. I think it's just the same clip. He no, was I think, twice. It, I think like, it was slightly different. I don't know. It whatever. Could, um, it, I don't know. This movie did definitely seem to reuse a few scenes again. Again. <laughs> they do the fast motion Benny Hill thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's running from some trolls, and he's chasing the trolls around like a tree. Bullet mouth troll eats all the bullets from the cop's gun. Then his friend hits him back there with a baseball bat, and he's shooting a gun at the cop. He's handcuffed to a car and just sort of like having fun missing him and freaking out the cop, while two other trolls crucify a clown upside down onto the tree. Like it's, it's a lot. Yeah, kids arrive. And it turns out spraying them with milk melts them into a pile of blood and bones. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's straight up gross. They don't melt. There's no melt effect. That'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They, They spin around and go down to the bottom of the screen then it cuts to a Pile. Uh It's a little disappointing actually, but I think they had pretty much run out of budget at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Kid says Ernest, Kid says his dad. This goes on for like a while (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where they just They just go around murdering all these trolls. And I was so disappointed because there was one point where, I think it was when the kid was saving Ernest, where the kid says, Hey, butt breath. And then he kills the thing, and then there was no post-mortem one-liner. I was very disappointed in that. Because he could have at least done a one-liner like... Guess you're lactose intolerant. And then he puts on the shades. And then the Who starts playing. And then we're in CSI Miami all of a sudden... Oh, that would be pretty good. Yeah, I know, right? You know, instead they just, they showcase all the different forms they thought of that lactose could take. Yeah. Because, like, they fire yogurt out of that, that goo cannon from before because it's the same tree. Uh-huh. The kid has milk in, like, a little squirt gun and the super soaker and also throw some powdered milk into a fan that goes on them so I gas them this is when we also get the uh the second rogues gallery of earnest characters segment where they're firing yeah. off all this stuff, and yeah, it's just weird. It's the same bunch of guys all operating various machinery, and I don't know how many trolls they have, but they... It goes back and forth between the kids killing them and Ernest killing them, and the kids killing them and Ernest killing them, for a really long time in different ways. Throwing a carton of milk into a car melts one. Throwing a carton milk on top of one through a hole in the wall so you don't have to show the actual troll puppet melts one. Squirting on melts one. Dropping yogurt off a little like remote control drone melts them. Mm <sighs> hmm. Meanwhile, Trantor has a terrifying final form. Yeah, which... Why didn't he do this now? Why didn't he not do this earlier? Like, he's... he's. He had to ask spirits to make him do it. Yeah, but why couldn't he have done this earlier? would have had to, he was busy, yeah but he yeah. had to get kids, but he could have done this first, and then he could have gotten all the kids, and he wouldn't have had to worry about getting killed earlier, so like, but, but why, why didn't he do it not earlier, why do you have to wait until all of his all of his kids were dead before so he did What it this? do is he 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 grow he grow more he grow more horn. Actually, he grows horns. He didn't have horns before, so he grow horn. He, him nail get longer. Uh-huh. And and. Dicks come out of him cheek and ears. Yeah but I guess the wobbly tentacle things but, but they kinda look like Dick. But, but, but what but what he no do earlier he busy but but he only need five kids. In 24 hours, he have much time to turn invincible. But him, I don't know. He's a lazy, (laughs) a lazy fuck is what he is. Lazy, it useless, was terrifying Final <laughs> Lazy, useless, trantor. The kid actually comments on the car- character gallery at this point, saying, like, Oh, god, you've got multiple <laughs> effects yeah, exactly. or something. Kid finally gets dolled because he he pop up in his terrifying true form, which is immune to milk, and he even says, like, I'm kind of immune to milk now, or something. <laughs> so the kid shoots him, but it doesn't do anything, and then he finally turns Kenny into a doll. Oh my god, he killed Kenny. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. He threw the doll down and jumps on it. which I thought broke the doll and like killed him in real life, but no, he just jumped on it <laughs> for no reason. It's a durable last doll and it's fun. <laughs> Then everyone's angry at the troll because it killed their kid in front of them, Uh which seems fair. Yeah. He also makes a ring of fire around the tree so that it's just him versus Ernest and the townspeople can't get close.
0: Hmm.
1: And tells were all, like, kill that troll, and Ernest's like, I'm going to kill this troll. And then Eartha kid whispers to someone right next to her <laughs> that Ernest doesn't get it yet, that the weakness is unconditional love, and then Ernest hears her or spontaneously comes to the same conclusion himself when he sees that the townspeople are angry he's like oh this is bad we're mad at things that kill our kids <laughs> remembers or realizes what Earthy Kitten never actually told him, which is that it's unconditional love. So instead, he picks the troll up and spins it around, saying how cute it is. Oh, it's, it's not just spinning around. He dances with this thing All well, this right. lovely like, ballroom ball music plays in the background. Yeah. He's, he's got this big goofy grin on his face the whole time. He's like, come here you little cutie. Just twirls around. Just spins and at the very end he gives him a kiss on his nose and then he does the little earnest thing because thing with his you know that sort of thing and then uh Trantor explodes He explode Yeah and I'll- all the kids come back, including a couple from like the hundred years ago thing. The uh-huh. galls that Earthy Kit put in there. Yeah. Which means she's like a hundred and twenty years old or something. Yeah, they they kept referring to her as their sister. So she's at least a hundred and ten years old, which yeah, bravo for her. Cause if you if you're a hundred and ten and you look that good, then good for you. They never really well. They never told us exactly how how long ago the thing was. Cause just said long ago. I think Ernest mentioned it was his great 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 grandfather or something, but I don't know if that was meant to be taken seriously or not. Well, the only clue that I got from this was uh, I think on Wikipedia it says it was a hundred years prior. But it doesn't actually specifically say that in the movie, so I'm just going off of that. It's going off of Wikipedia, so I don't actually know if that's true. But she's at least a hundred and something years old, so... Yeah, don't stress that or explain it at all. Nope. Okay, fine yep and it's also like they never mentioned the kids from before no one cared about the kids from before (laughs) exactly not actually dangling plot thread but whatever Mm -hmm. and then Ernest is real sad because because room shots not back right away. Yeah. Rimshot was never in the tree. Rimshot was in his car. Mm hmm. He just dumb. he forgot that.
0: <laughs>
1: so he's all sad for a second. Also, everyone acts really weird because when the troll explodes, way before these kids come back, everyone's happy congratulating Ernest. <laughs> even though their kids just died, they think. Yeah. The only one who thinks this is sad is now Ernest isn't getting compliments anymore. He's sad about the dog not being back right away. (laughs) It's very weird. It's a super weird scene. Yeah. Because he's just like going on his exaggerated brag stories, mm-hmm. and the town is eating it up because fuck their kids. <laughs> <But it's>, uh... <laughs> and then the kids start coming back, and they're like Jimmy or whatever the kids' names are. I don't know. Yeah, no one's ever sad or scared. No. Nope. <laughs> and then the dog also comes back because it was in his truck and not in the tree. hmm uh-huh. And he just sort of like falls off screen out this dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was honestly way more emotional about this ending scene than I should have been. Because it's just like, oh, his dog's dead. And it's like, oh, his dog's alive. I'm weirdly happy about this. I just never thought he was dead because didn't make any sense to assume that. I didn't know. No, it, it definitely shouldn't have been, but it's like, it was still nice to see. It's like, oh, the dog's still there, and he's not, he's not a piece of wood anymore. Fair enough. Well, I, I got where Ernest was just like, it, it's a low-stakes movie. I never thought the dog was dead, but I call Ernest was so sad when he got turned into Wood, because it is his only friend in the world. Yeah. Because what's his name, the kid kind of betrayed him. Yeah. Or just wouldn't stand up to his dad, who's made it very clear that he doesn't care what he says anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then the movie ends because Eartha the Kid's like watching Ernest with his dog and like, eh. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> over. Yep. And what did you think of this movie? Well, Earth the kids, wonderful. Agreed. I mean,. Jim Varney is Ernest is earnest. So there's that. Other than that I mean it is a movie that exists. Fair and accurate. There were some legitimately funny moments for me, but I just don't think it holds up very well, unfortunately. I wasn't bored by it, but it does go off. Like, you could cut 20, 30 minutes from it, I think. It would be fine. Like, Troll doesn't even show up for 20 minutes. I don't remember there... I I didn't remember how much, like, kid stuff there was in it. And I don't mean kid stuff like the content in the movie, I knew that was kid stuff. I I forgot how many times Ernest and the troll aren't even on screen, and it's just child actors being child actors to each other. I don't think it was too much once the troll, obvious enough since the troll showed up, but probably like the first 20-25 minutes of the movie maybe half of the movie is just the kids so yeah, a lot of that can get yeah. cut out frankly you could cut all that out and you can cut like fully half of the milk melting seed out <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> cause that was like a good 5-7 Minutes. but it's i mean like evolution it's an hour and a half i like that a lot yeah From i'm not feeling a movie i resent it for being three hours long <laughs> and, uh, this one wasn't it's clearly a kid's movie to the point where it stars kids which is always a bad sign <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't need to see it again. I like some of the elements from it. I like the milk thing. I like the troll tree thing. I like the turning kids into wood thing. To the point where I'll probably reference those. Uh-huh. Two people I know have seen this movie, but I don't. <laughs> it, That doesn't mean go watch it. Yeah, and that means, hey, do you remember this thing from her childhood, you know? Yeah. I'm okay with it. I find Ernest himself kind of charming, even though if I knew him in real life, I'd be so annoyed all the time. <laughs> yeah. And even in fact, things go on a little too long. It's like, it's, it's, it's okay. I don't resent him I, I could watch another movie with him. It's also not going to be good, but I definitely don't hate them. Yeah. It's fine. Kids might like it. It, it does seem like it could be a little... Cause it's actually gross, and it's actually kind of scary looking, at least the main troll is. So it might not. I don't know what age group this is good for exactly, because so I could see kids getting nightmares through the troll, and by the time they're old enough, not too guaranteed. I don't know if they'd still think most humor was funny. Yeah, I think that's a problem for me because I definitely saw this movie when I was like six or seven years old and I think I was too young for that because I remember Trantor scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. But then I feel like once you're old enough to watch it and just realize, oh yeah, it's a kind of cool gross costume then the humor would get annoying you know yeah well so that's that's I recommend it if you know someone who's the right age to like it or if you haven't seen it before so you get the references otherwise it's you can let it lie it's fine yeah it's 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 a movie it's like it's not it's not the worst one we've seen. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> I, I would watch this three more times before I watched, like, Tomb Raider. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's also not, like... Like, I wasn't expecting it to be amazing or extreme, but I was hoping to have some sort of nostalgia for it, and I just didn't really have any. So, I feel like if I if I watched more Ernest as a kid, which I (laughs) did, I saw two of his movies, he wasn't like Maybe it wasn't the exact right age, or maybe it just wasn't in my orbit. I, I didn't have enough of an attachment to Ernest to get a, a nostalgia boost from it, you know? Yeah. Well, I didn't have, like, a huge nostalgia connection with him, but, like, I just... It's more just because I remember seeing him in local ads, and having seen this movie, and Ernest Goes to Jail, and maybe one of the other ones. I don't know, I was, I guess I was hoping for more of a nostalgic kick from it, and I just, I didn't really get bunch of one this time, so... Uh, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's, it's an okay movie, but it's not great. Like, don't expect it to be, like, super funny or anything like that. It's definitely got some gross moments, but... For the most part, it's just kind of a... Ernest does his Ernest shtick, And there are child actors doing child actor things. And uh, all the parents are morons. So, in a weird sort of way, it's like those other 90s kid empowerment movies... Except the kid in this question is a 40-year-old man. So, I guess there's that. He has the heart of a child, so that's good enough, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's less creepy and less irritating than a lot of comparable characters, I'll say that. Yeah. As far as, like, child and parent movies go, I think there are a lot of better ones. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I say, you know, it's always a bad sign when kids are the main characters, and it usually is, but they're still, like, the Goonies is Better Stranger Things, better E. T. is better. You can get good child actors to do stuff, and they didn't. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 whatever. Watch if you haven't seen it. Otherwise, uh, don't revisit it if you have good memories of it because it doesn't hold up. It's my. Yeah. I I would agree with that. And if you revisit it specifically so you could listen to this podcast out of anything's for you, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I advise retroactively. <laughs> but if you did have a, uh, a if you earn this big thing from your child and you watch a lot of it, it'll probably also be neat and memorable for those reasons. So maybe there's a couple uh, people who would like it also. Yeah, I'm sure there are a few who would still enjoy it. Yeah, it's not terrible. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Just yeah, there's a difference between enjoying something and thinking it's good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay then. Well, that 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 was us. It's our Halloween spooktacular episode for 2019. Tune in next month, we'll be putting up the Lost episode, which is never actually lost, it took a long time to edit, <laughs> featuring Sam and Anthony watching Batman 1 and 2, right? Just the first one. Just the first one. Yeah. Is he ever going to get back in the seat for the second one?
0: Not um... so much.
1: Probably next year sometime. I think we're making it a plan of watching one Batman movie a year. Because... Nice. Like, the first... And I will buy him a mic and... (laughs) Because the first four Batman movies all came out in June. So... I thought it was weird, but like... We did Batman Forever in June, and then we did Batman in June, so, we'll see what happens. It was weird how that worked out, but eh, we'll see what happens. Well, okay then. So, that's probably the next one coming up, and I'm going to put that poll up any week now. Hell yeah. For the one after it. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Sam. And I love you. brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash matinee manatees if you'd
0: like to support the show consider becoming a patron donations start at just one dollar a month and half of all proceeds after hosting costs will go towards actual manatee habitat preservation you can listen to matinee manatees on itunes the stitcher app and youtube our music was composed by kevin McLeod. you can find this track and much more on his website in Copatech.com.